Boy, what a week of college football. And we'll start off right now uh, with some breaking news to share with you. The LSU Tigers and Florida Gators game has been postponed. Now, interestingly, and I'll get into this a little bit later on, after losing to Texas A&M, Florida Gators head coach Dan Mullen requested there be fans at the Swamp for home field advantage. Today, SEC announced the game's been postponed due to 19 people testing positive over the past couple of days. Two Florida assistants were among those who tested positive. Not what you're looking for. Uh, Missouri and Vanderbilt also has been announced as being postponed due to COVID-19. Now, by the way, LSU quarterback Miles Brennan probably wasn't going to play after getting banged up so much against Missouri. So pretty crazy week. Uh, Off to a weird start. Ovi Munez, Jace Garcia, and Sean Scanlon. Uh, a crazy week so far. And uh, uh, some seriously amazing matchups this week. So we're all super excited for that. Uh, but the top 25, boy, uh, just a, an absolute highlight reel this past week. It looks like we have some problems, though, in Alabama as well. Yes. That game, though, is still scheduled as far as we're all concerned, though. So the breaking news is Nick Saban tested positive for COVID-19 along with the athletic director. Um, the teams are all getting uh, tested as we speak, but uh, no details furthermore of any results. We're hoping that the game will continue. I know the offensive coordinator for Alabama, who was a former coach for Washington and USC, uh, is preparing the team for, for the game. So we're, we're just hoping that everything uh, turns out to be all right, and we hope that Nick Saban is okay. He did say he doesn't have, he doesn't feel any symptoms, but you can never know what could happen in the future. So sure, that's almost what makes it worse. Is and you know, I, I, you say he's uh, an advocate of wearing masks at all times when you don't know that you have it though, and you're not exhibiting symptoms, is which is something we see with this disease constantly. Anytime that mask is off. Absolutely. The possibility of you passing that along uh, is certainly a possibility. So uh, well, that's some some rough news for Alabama. Uh, that that game, boy, that that was the game I'm most looking forward to this weekend, Obi. That's oh, uh, boy. cross your fingers, man, cross your fingers, because uh, I'm still hoping. I mean, it's I I believe it's tight between Georgia and Alabama, and and especially what happened last week, uh, Bama like. That game with Ole Miss, it was just nothing but mad points. It was a shootout, you know, no defense. And then you got Georgia, who performed so well in the second half against Tennessee. For them two to match up, I mean, this is the game that's going to determine who's going to be on top in the rankings. And probably the winner of this game could be number one on the rankings atop of Clemson. Oh, certainly. Uh, Although Clemson has a pretty uh, easy matchup, it seems, this week with georgia tech but you never know you know yeah, i mean yeah. uh, if, if it's not an impressive enough performance georgia tech oh excuse what, me jace where first of all where'd you even come from and second of all <laughs> why would you come in guns blazing talking about georgia tech like that because they're not good and I, I don't know why you Ovi had him at number seven in the nation at one point. Hey, man, that was at week one. Yeah, Stop it yeah. already. Oh, okay, they're not a good football team. Oh, they're the a ACC good football team. Not a good well, team. I mean, they might not be good, but somebody rated him seventh at one point this year. So, Yeah. Hey, can you forgive me? I mean, damn. You know, I don't people even think do the make coach mistakes. of Georgia Tech, would he ever put him at seven? I think he would. Hey, they, they just got a big win against uh, Louisville. So, You're, Jace Georgia doesn't Tech care. Yeah. Chase doesn't care. Doesn't matter. They're just he the ACC is Clemson and everyone else. See, Jace I, thinks I, that BYU I, should be better than Notre Dame. That's what he's saying. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm man. not wrong. You are wrong. I don't like Texas A&M being ranked so high. What? Why? Did they just beat Florida? Mostly because Jace is wearing an Aggie shirt, but we'll get into it. <laughs> hey, this is a different Aggie. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's a team that hasn't played, and probably won't even see any any rankings this season. Yeah, because they lost their best quarterback to the Packers. 
But uh, he, he, what were you guys talking about with Nick Saban? He, he, this is breaking news. I wouldn't be surprised if the game gets postponed. Uh, they're they're still testing players. I I don't I I don't see Nick Saban being a yell at you from afar coach. I I see him as getting up in your face if you do something wrong and yelling at you in practice. And I don't think that's that's really social distancing. So I wouldn't be surprised if some players uh, on the Alabama team also test positive. And I hate to say it, but I don't know if we see this game this weekend. Well, I'm telling you right now, I'm crossing my fingers. I hope that it does happen. Oh, I am too. But, uh, it, it, I mean, safety precautions, of course, is always number one, especially not only for the players, but everybody else that supports and broadcasting these games. So whatever decisions they make, hopefully they'll postpone it to a, a, a good date, maybe just before the SEC championship. Maybe they don't even have to play each other, to be honest with you, because they're going to see each other in the SEC championship in Atlanta. Oh, you think well, so? I, you know, I almost wonder if it's not a bad idea to postpone this game, even if you move it to later in the season, and maybe again you have an undefeated matchups of you know two. Obviously, they'd they'd still be uh in in the same spot in the rankings if that were the case, assuming Clemson stays undefeated. I still think that if they do postpone it, it'll help Alabama because their defense. I don't know. What's going on with them? This is not the Alabama that I know of for the last four or five years. So for them to stink it up against Ole Miss, or unless Kiffin is a genius and he has been an assistant with Alabama before, maybe he knew the system and took advantage of it. Who knows? But uh, Don't use Kiffin and genius in the same sense. This is a guy that tried a 76-yard field goal when he was coaching for the Raiders, don't 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 give me that crap, Obi. Well, that's yeah, his kicker's a college. mule. Why not? Seventy-six yards. And yeah, he is coaching in an SEC. Against the wind. Did he get it in I practice? No. I don't even think no. a robot couldn't even kick that far. Well, you need to build a better robot. Sounds like. <laughs> I'm, I'm not no robo engineer. You better not be. You're limiting yourself. Seventy-five yards tops. We can't go beyond that. Need a flux capacitor. I'm just saying. You know, look, he he's an innovative coach, and yeah, Ovi. There's there's certainly an element of he knew what he was going up against. You know, Mississippi State isn't a good football team, but they're not a slouch. Slow. So I, you know, I think it's easy for for Jace to dismiss everybody that's not BYU, but. Reality is, uh, Alabama's going to be fine. Hopefully, this they're able to play this game, and if not, I I do think it's uh it would be fine for Alabama to to take a week off, take a deep breath, you know, and start anew when everything gets back to normal. Absolutely. Yeah. And another team that's actually going to benefit is LSU. Uh, LSU Florida, like you said before, uh, postponed. But LSU's quarterback, Miles Brennan, was doubtful to play this weekend because he was banged up. And he needs some rest to recover for all the beating they received last weekend. What a sad yeah. state for Miles Brennan. I mean, pathetic. That's a starting quarterback? Mm, I don't know. There's just something about that that doesn't sit right with me at all. Hey, they don't make them as tough as they used to, but no, I hey. mean, come on, he's a little banged up. Yeah, it's called the season. What is? What are you talking about? You you should be you should be sore from September to January. Then you have the rest of the year to not be sore, Miles Brennan. Your team stinks. You're playing one of the top teams in the country. You're lucky that game got postponed. You big crybaby. Are you guys kidding me? Why is anybody defending that? No one's offending me. LSU's, I, LSU's I, trash. They aren't LSU. I anymore. just said that he Everybody is lucky. Everybody looked shocked so. when I said it. Like, oh, don't talk about Miles Brennan like that. I'm sorry. I, I have to question that. He um, was doubtful my, to play. Are my, you kidding Miles me? Miles Brennan is like Zach Wilson. What? <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to stir something up. <laughs> Does nobody oh. else have an issue with this? I mean, what what's banged up mean? <clears throat> Who knows? Um, I mean, it's not like in the NFL that we get good inside scoop of what's going on within the team. So 
what what is the definition of being banged up and what Sean, is Sean help me out here uh, yeah. what like like how banged up are you that you're missing like a game against a, the number 10th ranked team in the country what uh yeah i mean that might just be an excuse for uh we're playing terrible after being the national champions and i don't want to go out there and get beat by 40 um i think that may have a part to do with it but if he really is banged up then i'm not sure um i would probably just try my best to get out there on the field to, you know, try and even put up a fight against Florida because they're obviously one of the better teams in the SEC. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think LSU really has any chance. Um, obviously, they've lost so much from the NFL last year. We saw um, in the first week against Mississippi State, their defense was terrible, and then last week against Missouri too. So I, it's, it's looking rough for LSU. So I, I think that's probably why he's signing us it out this week. I would just like to point out that a few weeks ago, Jace said that Mac Jones was garbage and that Miles Brennan would be a better quarterback. And I'm just curious. When did if I you've say had... that? I didn't never. I never. I am going to. Brennan would you be need to pull the tapes? Quarterback. You said he was a better quarterback in the SEC. That's exactly what you said. I could pull the. I could pull the tapes. All right. Well, I I'll make a documentary about it if you I want. Think I mean, I could do him... it. I think Mac Jones, Miles. Apologize Brennan, about what Kyle you said Trask. about Mac Jones. I'm not gonna. I, I don't think Take he's a better back. quarterback, but I think they are on the same level. They are game managers. They're nothing special. You <laughs> think he's a game manager? Have you? You looked at Look any at of the stats? weapons he has. He has two first round wide receivers he's throwing to, and a possible Heisman candidate running back he's handing the ball off to. He's going to look good. He's in a system that works. If you were a bad quarterback and you had weapons around you and you weren't a good player, you would be exposed. Instead, he's been himself a Heisman candidate. What are, I mean, what are you talking about? When you shaved off your mustache and beard, did you lose all sense of reality or, I mean, what's going on with you? Uh, I'm just, I'm not sold on Mac Jones. That's all I'm saying. Well, you will be after he destroys Georgia. Wait, wait, wait. Hold Whatever on for a that second. No, wow. no, no. I don't wow, think so. Wow, with wow. that defense and that front four of Georgia, I don't think he's going to destroy anybody. You got As a matter of fact, more. he is going to be getting destroyed when he's eating that grass or turf when he goes down, uh, to Georgia, I'm gonna tell you, them Bulldogs gonna run all over. He's him. a gamer, though. He'll, he's is... a gamer. He'll survive it, and you know what? Unlike Miles Brennan, he'll definitely be in the lineup the next week. <laughs> this is the perfect game. If this game does happen, this is a perfect game. I will eat my words next week if they pull off the win against Georgia, because this is the first real test. Well, it this should be a win. double serving then, a okay. double serving of your right. words. We will see. He has all these weapons against. The the B list of the, the SEC. Dead. I, 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 I like that. I like that. Is that a bet? Sure, I guess oh. I will get a pie <laughs> and I'll put it in my face. But I uh, know I think Joe wants to visit you and do it. Yeah, I'll just <laughs> knock on the door. You open the door. I hit you with a pie yeah, and I walk right. away. No words spoken. <laughs> yeah, social distance. You got to throw it from uh, six feet away. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear a mask. Don't you worry about it. I'll put it at the end of a mop and I'll just smack you in the face with it and walk off. No, listen, my real problem with Mac Jones, if you look at when he came in for Tua last year and uh, obviously he hasn't played anyone uh, – it, the A list uh, in the SEC this year. Whenever he goes up against those tough teams, he struggles. You look at Auburn last year, and then like it, it just does not work. It, it, he doesn't. He doesn't. So have his that first coaching. time in the starting lineup is against Auburn, and he struggles. And you have a problem with that? A guy who got I no thought he did Auburn decent. wasn't great. Auburn wasn't great last year. He could not lead them to win. It's Auburn. And Give Auburn. me and, a break. And he still Auburn's had Devontae Auburn. Smith. You no, know he this. still had Jalen Waddle. He also had Henry Ruggs, and he also had Jerry J uh, Jerry Judy. He Auburn. and he couldn't get it done. Auburn's defense was a lot better last year, though, than it is now. Yeah, and you could argue that that, uh, and he also had Jedrick Wills uh, blocking for him. You What's could argue that Alabama's offense. What's your is better. point? Now that he's got more experience and he's lost some of those guys, look what they're doing. They're I'm fine. 
It's a good I, quarterback. I tell you, if he can get a win like this against I Georgia, I will eat my words. I wouldn't compare Bama and Auburn right now, and I'm going to take you guys to yeah, the highlights I, of the I top 25 that happened this week, give you the update scores, and you guys can see for yourself what happened this past Saturday, especially the Auburn game. So check it out. Athletic families, parents, tennis players, dad play professional tennis. Gordon, here's Najee Harris. Inside the five, inside the end zone. Touchdown, Alabama. And Nick's will just clock it. I, now, he, he dribbled the snap, picked it up, and then spiked it. I love the ending right there, man. Them Texas fans were so pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, looking at that Auburn game, you see Bo Nix. That game, Auburn should have lost. The head official of NCAA did state that that was a backward pass. That was a fumble. And Arkansas should have recovered that ball. And the game should have been over. So, Auburn just got lucky. All right. But you want to compare about quarterbacks, Bo Nix was not really believing himself, and, and there you go right there. And especially about quarterbacks, you know, let's, let's move over to the Heisman race right here. Uh, this is voted by the All Four Downs podcast, the people here with Big J, Sean, and Joe. Uh, calculating everything else, Trevor Lawrence leads the way, uh, winning favored to win the Heisman this, this year. And second comes Mac Jones. So what's your take on that, Joe? Mac Jones has certainly put up the numbers. He has, um, if you look at, at his numbers on the year, and look, I mean, he's got a lot of competition ahead. He's got his work cut out for him. He's competing against several of his own teammates, including Najee Harris and Jalen Waddell. Uh, he's going to be facing a lot of these guys during the course of the season uh, that are on this list as well. But, I mean, right now, uh, it, it, to me, look, this is clearly Trevor Lawrence's award to lose. If Mac Jones can get Alabama at number one and keep him there and uh, say Harris or Waddle doesn't really separate himself from the pack as far as uh, other running backs or receivers, no reason why Mac Jones can't take that bad boy home. I did not. I'll tell you right now. We we sent over your top five. I did not have Mac Jones on my list. I, I think the, the I didn't have Zach Wilson on mine. That's ridiculous. Uh, Zach Wilson's throwing to Gunnar Romney. Matt Jones is throwing to Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith. And uh, I think the fact that, that Stenson Bennett is so low 
is ridiculous. This dude was the fourth string QB in the preseason on his team. He was thrusted into it, and they have beat two ranked teams now in Auburn and Tennessee. This kid is – I like JT Daniels a lot, and I want Georgia to give him a shot, but this kid is performing, and he's making key throws when they need to get made, and he's running the offense pretty damn well. And and they showed beating two top ten teams in Auburn and Tennessee. They were both top ten when they faced them. So I, 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 I think the fact that Stenson Bennett's so low is underrated – Really, really bad. I do like the fact that Trouble Hubbard's up there. Uh, this dude was criminally underrated last year. He put up mad numbers, and no one gave him the respect. So uh, I like that. But, yeah, the, the, I'm not sold on Mac Jones. Um, I I think Mac, uh, Mac Jones is I, – I think I would have him right behind Trevor Lawrence. I think I would agree with that. Um, I think I wouldn't have Kyle Trask that low. I wouldn't fall asleep on him just yet. Um, obviously, they lost a the game to Texas A&M. But uh, their defense didn't play that great, and he's still putting up uh, really good numbers. He's got a lot of weapons, obviously, with Kyle Pitts and all uh, the other receivers that they have there. So I wouldn't fall asleep on him yet. And then um, Jace mentioned Shuba Hubbard, but I, th- I think Travis Etienne, obviously, and then um, Najee Harris are both two running backs that are having great years. I think that they'll definitely have a shot to um, be the number one running back on the list, even though it will be competitive. And then uh, Shane Bouchelle, I think he's having a great year for SMU. They're a really underrated team. And um, I like the way that he's been performing so so far. So I, I had him in my top five as well. And for hey, Jace, just, real quick, Jace, just just yeah, just, just if I if I could, Sean, just because again, I know we like to talk crap about about Mac Jones, number two in the nation in passing yards, and he's got the number one uh, QBR rating. So we'll 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 put that in your pie. Yeah, well, was- you stole my thunder there because that was my argument. Thanks, Joe. Um, I have Mac Jones as number one right now. At this moment in time, Mac Jones is Mac Jones. Like that song, Mac Jones. You remember that? I remember that. But Jones could pull an upset and win the Heisman if he keeps up the way he's doing. All right? As far as Stetson Bennett, yeah, he is playing well. But that offense is well balanced. It's not only just him. It's a combination of everybody. His stats is not up there compared to Mac Jones. Now, could he be voted in or be participant in the That's Heisman? That's because he doesn't the have the weapons Mac Jones has. But it doesn't matter. The thing is, they're executing. No matter how they're and doing it, they're still winning. And he's also playing tougher opponents. Chase, and- Chase, Chase, look. You, here's the thing, okay? Don't be an apologist. You you got to – listen, if you've got the best guys around you and you're 4-0 and you're heading into a showdown with the number three team and then you put the spank on them and you move on, I mean, what 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 do you need? Is that what you're looking for? It's about to happen, so let it happen, and then and then evaluate it afterwards. The guy's oh. getting the job done in a big way. You could you could say, oh, it's the guys around him. Was it the guys around Tua that made Tua so good? Come on, stop saying that. You got to make I, I do with you got to make do with what you have. If you're not a good quarterback. And you have great weapons around you, and you can't utilize them. You would be exposed really quickly. Instead, Mac Jones has sailed to the top of the pack. Jace, it's okay to be wrong. I swear. He doesn't just have good weapons around him. He's got a great O line too. He's and never getting challenged. He's never getting challenged. And make do with what you have. Look at what Zach Wilson's doing. Look at what Shane Bouchelle's doing. They don't have any first rounders on their offense. Make them first rounders. It's all about these building. guys were first rounders before Mac Jones showed up. They were first rounders with Tua. Okay, so, so, so let's what, put it this what, way. Hold on, hold on, what Joe, is hold your on. Point? He's having a great season with great players around him because he's a great player. Boo him. What are you talking about? I need to see this. I need to see him against adversity because every time he's he's gone against adversity, he hasn't shown up. He hasn't gotten the win. He's rarely seen adversity, and here's his chance. As as the big man on campus, I think the guy's up for the job. He's got the name for it and everything. I think he's going to be all right. I believe in Mac Jones. I do not. 
Well, okay, let me ask you this. Based on you picking, what? One you picking, game last year when he was a backup? Like, dude, what? Are you you can't be serious. You're picking Zach Wilson over Mac Jones? Yes. But Zach Wilson has never played no, listen, any competition whatsoever. This isn't this isn't pick your favorite player. This is pick the better guy. Give me a break. It's the Heisman Who Trophy. Who is leading it's their not, team? It's not Jace's fantasy land. Who is Jay, it's Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith. They are leading the offense for Go to NCAA.com and click on click on the numbers. Click on each of the sortable categories. You're going to see Mac Jones at the top of most of them. So well, I, I'm going to tell you right now. Two phenomenal but you, but you won't see Najee Harris at the top. He's down around seventh, and you won't see Waddle at the top either. Yeah, so what are you saying? How come, he, they're not, how come they're not having breakout years? Because he's got a pick of a litter. He's got a pick of a litter. If well, I he, need a cake and a pie He's done a nice a brownie, job of unifying all of his weapons a like a superstar quarterback does. You look at a guy like Tom Brady. Tom Brady doesn't hit the same guy nine times in a game. He hits like ten guys four times each. Utilize the weapons. Learn how to do checkdowns. Go to the the third receiver on a play. Mac Jones knows what he's doing, Jace. He he's got a Ferrari and he knows how to drive it. Wow, that's that's pretty yeah, good. Right it's there. it's oh! nice. It's yes. nice and fun to drive a Ferrari on a wide open street. But what happens when there's a little bit of traffic? It's not a wide that's open street. It's the SEC, dude. Give it a give it a rest. <laughs> Give it a rest. I'm gonna say right needs, now, and he needs to give it a rest. Add that top, add that upper echelon in the SEC <laughs> for right, me do, to respect him. That's we do got to move on. Sean, we do got to move on. You see the pie coming, right? You see the pie. <laughs> yeah, I, I eat my humble but, pie yeah, next week. I, if that yeah. happens. I, I get Jace's argument, but I, I mean, even if you have the best receiver in the nation, you still need someone to hit them. Um, and I don't think you could take away. I, I don't think that's something you should take away just because he has good receivers to throw through that you don't think his numbers are as impressive as they are. I think you still have to evaluate him. Even if he, he's got the best uh, weapons around him, someone still needs to deliver the ball. And I, I think that's why Mac Jones, I wouldn't have him number one right now in Heisman, but I, I definitely have him in my top three. Well, here's my what's man. going on top right now is that Clemson is still leading in the rankings. Uh, not only just in our rankings, but as well as the AP polls as well. Uh, Clemson, Georgia, Alabama, Notre Dame. Uh, again, there's been a lot of shift in the top 25. A lot of top teams are losing. Uh, so there we have it, Clemson, Georgia, Alabama, Notre Dame. I still feel like, in a sense, Notre Dame is kind of overrated right now. But we know we got they have Clemson in their schedule. So I can't wait to them to match up. North Carolina is also peaking up. Questionable for them to be at number five. Uh, and again, I mean, a lot of things can happen. Uh, and then next week, the Big Ten will start their season. Yes, sir. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited for that. And let's see if Ohio State could live up to the hype, which everyone is claiming that Ohio State will be in the national championship. Here's the, the rest of the top 25. Uh, I have again, a real beef, by the way, with A&M being in the, in the top 10. What? There's, I'm sorry. There's too many good teams who are either undefeated or just haven't played yet that are better than than Texas A&M for sure. Who has a better win on the whole season than Texas A&M beating Florida? That's yeah. That's why I couldn't drop them out of the top ten. And, and also, only, their only loss is yeah, only loss. Alabama. Yeah. They're going to lose three games this year, and we're going to laugh at the idea that they were ever in the top ten. Well, I mean, probably because they play a, a very tough schedule, but I, I mean, they're still competitive. In, oh my! In the, 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 it's why is it excuses you, for the also no, ran, but not for the big boys? I don't get it. No, they I'm, have I'm the saying. singular best win. Oh no, Sean was talking. So let Sean let 10. Sean complete that thought. I'd love oh, yeah. to hear it. I agree that A and M is a tier a tier underneath um, all these SEC teams, but their their ass are a very tough schedule every year. They have to play Florida, LSU, Alabama, all these other teams that are at the top of the nation. And obviously, they give them a, a good competitive fight most of the time, except when they play Alabama. They usually don't show up for those. 
But still, it's it's a tough ask. That's probably why they'll end up losing three games because they have to play five of the top 25 teams in the nation. But I I, I still think A&M deserves it to be in the top 10. I think that Florida deserves it to be in the top 10 still, even after a rough loss too. Well, I'm a little suspect on Florida's defense as well. But we're going to have to wait three weeks from now to see when they go face my Georgia Bulldogs to see if they really really deserve to be in the top 10. But um, I, I, I also question Oklahoma, who's still peaking at, at number 24. They actually beat Texas. They there? But I dropped Oklahoma out of my top 25. They're still but, hanging in there. Uh, but then I, Iowa too. State or Coastal Carolina, I mean – Obi must guys, have had him at 10 if they were able to stay in the poll. Yeah, absolutely eight. not. But anyways, we're moving on. But uh, there's some of these teams that are a little spectacle right now. And when the Big Ten comes and start playing, you're going to see more of the Big Ten moving up in the rankings. Uh, yeah, this week is the debut of Penn State and Wisconsin on our rankings. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. But, hey, it is, it is time to make our picks, ladies and gentlemen. Time to review week seven games. And yes, I got to gloat a little bit because finally somebody stopped Jace. Okay. Jace has been winning, I think, four straight weeks. And he hasn't stopped talking about it. (laughs) Well, definitely he came up short this week. He only had four wins. But myself, I went eight and six. Key games that helped me out was Georgia over Tennessee. Oklahoma over Texas. That was in the uh, over four overtimes, and then the wild card. Duke beat uh, Syracuse. I went over on points and picked Duke to win. So congratulations to myself. Patting in the back. Yes, indeed. But hey, here we go. Straight picks. No points whatsoever. We'll start with uh, Joe, Jace, and Sean. Joe, who you got for SMU versus Tulane? Oh, SMU. I love SMU. I, I, I think I had him. It was my number ranked 10th uh, ranked team in the country. And I, I think this is a, a really good football team. They're, they're going to trounce Tulane. Uh, it might surprise you, Joe. I had Shane Bouchel over Zach Wilson in my Heisman rankings. I appreciate so, that. I, I think SMU will get the dub here. Uh, the I'm pretty sure Tulane beat them last year. I think they're going to get some redemption. Uh, yeah, SMU continue to stay undefeated. I agree. Uh, the SMU offense is uh, is very prolific. Uh, I'm sure they're going to score a bunch of points. And uh, Shane Bouchel, you guys said it, but I also had him in my top five. I think he's playing tremendous right now. So I think they're going to put up a whole bunch of points on Tulane and uh, get the big W. Right, I agree. Uh, SMU winning this game. <laughs> Moving on to BYU versus Houston. I got BYU and a straight-up pick. How about you, Joe? Oh, yeah, BYU. I mean, they're they're a very good football team. Uh, not, not, not a great week last week, but I think they get back on track with a, with a huge win this week. Yeah, I mean, uh, UTSA is not a bad football team. They did – wasn't great for BYU. Uh, the Battle of the Cougars here, I think Cosmo the Cougar – for BYU comes out on top, BYU all the way, baby. I'll also go with BYU, even though I, I think it will be a pretty good game. Uh, Houston, they they had a good week uh, after not playing the first couple weeks due to all the COVID cases, but they, they finally got a game and they got a W on the board. So I think that uh, – I think it will be a good game, but I think that BYU will pull it out uh, probably late in the fourth quarter. All right, Georgia State at Arkansas State. I – I just gave it to the home team on this one. I think Arkansas State will pull it off slightly over Georgia State. I know Georgia State is a, is a great team. They show progress for all compared to a year ago. But this is at home at Arkansas State, and they play very well at home. And they these two teams do have history with one another. Yes, Joe, you speechless. I'm sorry, I, I I didn't I didn't catch what you said. Arkansas State will defeat Georgia State. Um, you know, there's something about that Georgia State mascot that, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, yeah, Arkansas State should win this one. Uh, they better at home. Um, I mean, Arkansas State has that one win against Kansas State, and then they beat Central Arkansas. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think Georgia State isn't that great of a team either, 
But uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Georgia State here. I'm gonna go with the upset here. I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Jace. Um, the Georgia State gave Louisiana a good fight. Um, the first week they uh, worked East Carolina last week, so I think they're a team heading in the right direction. I think it will be a pretty good game, but I'll, I'll take Georgia State probably by a touchdown. All right, we got Marshall at Louisiana Tech. This one, man, I it, it was it was difficult. I mean, I I had a hard time picking and choosing on this one. But then I have to go on default mode, and I'm going to go with Marshall. I think they're having one hell of a season. It was It's about time. They're, no disrespect to Louisiana Tech. I know they're in first place in their division, but this is a good head-to-head matchup. And we could probably see these two teams fighting off for their conference championship later down the road. But I'm slightly over Marshall here. Go ahead, Joe. I think Louisiana Tech's going to take the win. Uh, I like this team a lot. And uh, I think this is going to be their big win of the year. Uh, no, uh, Marshall's going to get it done. Uh, Marshall's a really good football team this year. I mean, uh, I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen L.A. Tech play a lot. I only saw them get their butts handed to them by BYU. And Marshall's playing great football, so Marshall gets the win here. I agree. I think it will be uh... – a good game, but I'm going to have to go with Marshall. I think they're getting disrespected right now. I think they should be a top 25 team, uh, especially with some of the uh, Pac-12 and Big Ten teams that haven't played um, that are put in front of teams like Marshall who would deserve a spot in the top 25 rankings. I think it's disrespectful, but I think that's why they'll go out and prove it this week. Um, I think it will be a close game, but they're going to get the win over La Tech and uh, take the lead in the conference. So you say you say uh, LA Tech? No, Marshall. Oh, Marshall. Okay. Well, I made a big error on this one, so I apologize to Liberty University. I actually put New York Liberty. <laughs> the WNBA, WNBA here. Sabrina Ionescu. I apologize. So, but I got them versus Syracuse. I, I still Syracuse. take Liberty. <laughs> I got I Syracuse Liberty, in this whichever game. One, whichever one is playing Syracuse, I'll take Liberty in it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Liberty plays good football. I, I like I like Liberty. Syracuse is struggling. I'll take I'll go with Liberty. I will also go with Liberty. Um, Syracuse defense, aside from their secondary, has been awful, and uh, they probably have the worst offensive line in the country. So I think that Liberty will go out and get this win and uh, stay undefeated. I'm kind of yes. glad that you guys all went for Liberty because I do good when I'm by myself on this. So I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate it. And now we're going to the spread real quick. We'll start off with Clemson at Georgia Tech. Clemson's favorite, 27. I don't think they're going to cover. I think it'll be like 21. It'll be an, an easy enough victory, but uh, I, don't, I don't think they're going to completely blow them out of the water. I don't think there's any need to. Georgia Tech is garbage. Clemson is a national championship contender. Clemson covers with ease. Five touchdown game. Uh, I think Clemson will cover uh, just barely. I think they'll probably win by four touchdowns. Um, but yeah, I'll barely. give the. I mean, I don't. I think that they'll probably be up by thirty-five or forty-two, and then maybe uh, Georgia Tech scores a touchdown late. So I, I could see it. I don't know. I could see it by twenty-eight or thirty-five. I think they'll they'll just get over though for the for the cover. Since Trevor Lawrence has been on this team, they've been blowing out Georgia Tech. So I, I'm not gonna. Waste no time. I think they'll defeat them more than 35 points. So I got Clemson on this one. Uh, Louisville Cardinals at Notre Dame. Notre Dame favorite by negative 17. Uh, I got Notre Dame on this one, Joe. What do, you, do you agree or disagree? If you would have asked me a couple weeks ago, uh, I have a much different feeling about Louisville these days. So I will say Notre Dame covers those 17. Yeah, I, I agree with Joe. If you did ask me a couple weeks ago, I thought Louisville could hang with them. They can't. Notre Dame's starting to get into a rhythm and starting to get things looking even better than they did at the start of the season. Notre Dame covers fairly easily. Agreed. Yeah, Notre Dame is dominant, and Louisville's starting to trend in the downwards direction. So I'll take a Notre Dame to cover here. All right, and we have North Carolina visiting Florida State. North Carolina favored by 13 points. And I'm a, I, I took some time to think about this game. 
But uh, I'm going to lean over with Florida State on this one. I think North Carolina will win. I just don't think that they will beat them by two touchdowns. I agree with that. I think Carolina wins the game. I think they win by 10. Okay. Uh, North Carolina, they had Virginia Tech beat last week, and somehow Virginia Tech in the second half was able to claw their way back. Um, I think they make up for that. Florida State is horrendous. Uh, I think this is a three-touchdown game for North Carolina. Yeah, Florida State actually put up um, somewhat of a decent fight, better than what I expected against Notre Dame. But I don't think uh, that's going to continue. Like Jay said, North Carolina was up huge on Virginia Tech. Kind of made, kind of let Virginia Tech in the game uh, later on. I I think they're going to want to keep the um, keep their foot on the gas pedal the whole game against Florida State. I think they're going to win really big in this one. I'll take UNC with the points. All right, we got Ole Miss versus Arkansas. (laughs) Ole Miss favored by three points. Uh, At the end of the game, after they lost to Alabama. Uh, Kiffin went to his team uh, very hard on them. I know the fans were applauding Ole Miss because they were hanging in there, but Kiffin doesn't believe in that. He's believing hardcore uh, discipline to where, hey, you still lost the game. You still got a lot to prove, and I think they're gonna, it's going to carry over on this game. Ole Miss will defeat Arkansas, I think, by a couple of touchdowns. I think being negative three is not called for in this one. Yeah, I think this is a, at least a 10, 12, 14-point win for uh, Ole Miss. And I think Ole Miss is back despite the fact that uh, Jace is a hater. What? I, I've never said anything bad about Ole Miss. This so they weren't bad a good about Kiffin. What? Dude, didn't he just say like 10 uh, minutes ago that there weren't a good football team? Now now they are? I mean, I, I, said they mind, would, I, I just said they weren't a top tier in the in the SEC. That's all I said. Just looking for consistency. I, I picked them to cover when they played Florida. I was the only one to do so that. So who you got? You got Ole Miss? I got Ole Miss, Arkansas? yeah. Felipe Franks is not a good quarterback. The, Arkansas has been able to hang in there, but no, I think Ole Miss gets the W. Uh, yeah, this one's tough. Uh, both these teams have been able to hang around in, in big games this year, so it's kind of get a it's tough to get a read on either team. Um, but Ole Miss does have the explosive offense, so I'll take uh, I'll take Ole Miss slightly. I think they'll win by maybe four or five points, but I think it will be a really tight game. All right, Boston College at Virginia Tech. Surprisingly, Virginia Tech is a favored eleven and a half points. I believe, and sure it is, I'm backtracking my my list here. I have Boston College and a close one, and they could potentially upset Virginia Tech. Uh, no, Virginia Tech's got this. No sweat. Um, I I, I like Boston College. I think it's going to be closer. I do think Virginia Tech wins, but I think Boston College will cover the eleven and a half points. I agree. Virginia Tech is the better team, but Boston College is really surprised so far this season. Uh, their defense is playing really well. So I think Boston College uh, will cover. I think Virginia Tech will maybe win by a field goal or six points. But, uh, yeah, I got Boston College. All right, Cincinnati visits Tulane. Cincinnati Bearcats favored by three points. Um, Ovi, you are struggling with the logos this week. That's They're, they're playing Tulsa. Now nah, they're playing Tulane, right? No, nope. Tulane's playing SMU is playing. Well, my bad, Tulane. <laughs> Get out of here, Tulsa. Good Lord, what's wrong with me? I picked Tulsa. The hell oh, with dude. it. I represent Tulsa. Sorry, Tulsa. I'll, it I'll, I'll put a bigger picture. If it's Tulane, if it's Tulsa, if it's Tulsi Gabbard, Cincinnati wins this game. Yeah, uh, the, this is the... The spread itself has given a lot of respect to Tulsa. I think Tulsa is a, a decent football team. We saw them hang in there with Oklahoma State their first game. But uh, Cincinnati, they're going to get it done. They're going to get it done uh, over three points easily. I mean, yeah. I'm also surprised the spread is uh, this, this close. Um, I think Cincinnati will win pretty easily. Tulsa is a pretty good team, probably one of the better teams in the American, but Cincinnati is the class of that conference. They'll probably win by, I'd say, at least two touchdowns. All right, now we're going to the over-under. 
Uh, we made our, our picks already to who's going to got which game. Like I said, this is the wild card of our picks. And we're going to start with Jace. Jace picked Army and UTSA. That's right. That is San Antonio. What you got, Jace? Uh, the, the, oh, whenever Army's playing, that's an easy under. Uh, they're going to eat up the clock. They're going to play solid defense. Uh, UTSA is struggling with, uh, with their QBs right now. Uh, I think Army wins the game pretty easily and, and keeps the, the score low. All right. Then we got Sean. He chose Pittsburgh and Miami. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to take the over with this one, uh, especially with Miami's offense. And are we picking against uh, the spread or just pick them? No, uh, you just got to pick them. Just pick them? All right, yeah. So I'll take Miami and I'll take the over. All right, and now we got Joe in the house. He chose Auburn and South Carolina. I think this is going to be a nice high-scoring game. I've got this one going kind of like a 34-23, so I definitely think you want to take the over here. And you're picking Auburn or South Carolina? Come on. I, I mean, <laughs> really? You had to ask that question? Also, I said Auburn like 34 to Carolina 23. Are you serious? Uh, I just yes. want to make sure because you were dogging Bo Nix and stuff. So maybe you, you don't remember what you were saying before. I so. like Bo Nix. He's just not anywhere near in the league of Mac Jones. Nobody is. So you believe that he's not close to Mac Jones. Not even Trevor it. Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence <laughs> isn't in the league of Mac Jones? All right. Well, he's got all those weapons around him. <laughs> so by default. I was last, so Navy and East Carolina, I got that game. I picked Navy, and I'm going over with the points. So there you have it right there. And we got one more game, one more game. And before I do show you, of course, it is Georgia and Alabama. But before we make their picks, I want you guys to check out this clip real quick to see if you can decide who's going to win this Saturday. Play action, McCarran. Seconds to go. Murray got it, but the clock is running. That's the one thing he didn't want to do. Game over. Think about Loa trying to make up for it. Fire to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins. Just inside the 16, quarterback draw, Jalen Hurts, touchdown! Defender, the middle linebacker. And the last play of the game, Fromm's in trouble, can he even get a pass away? Loads, goes to the end zone, jump ball, incomplete, and Alabama has won it. And that's right, the last three games of SEC and Alabama, I mean, excuse me, Alabama and Georgia, I mean, quite of a finish. I expect it to be the same, but the results the other way around. I picked Georgia to defeat Alabama by a touchdown in Alabama. And to back everything up, the last two times Georgia traveled to Alabama, they won those games. So I will, I'm going to see it. I'm predicting three in a row for Georgia. How about you, Joe? Yeah, I just don't see it happening that way. Uh, and I look, I appreciate why you would think that. I know how you feel about the Bulldogs and, you know, their defense is uh, pretty outstanding. And I definitely think that their defense uh, has the advantage in this game, Ovi. Make no mistake about it. But as Jace pointed out about 455 times in this episode, uh, there's too many weapons in Alabama. They're going to find a way to score more points than Georgia, no matter no matter whether this ends up being a lower-scoring game because it's more of a defensive battle, whether there's turnovers unexpectedly or whatever the case may be. I, I, I just think Alabama's a really, really, really good football team. I think Georgia's a worthy adversary, but I think when you look at what Mac Jones brings to the table as a leader, 
And again, with dude Najee Harris, I, come on. There, there's just too many, too many weapons. Alabama should be an NFL team. Alabama should be an NFL team. Interesting. Uh, I, I'm not gonna get off this uh, this argument we've been we've been having this show, Joe. If you look at last year, how many weapons Joe Burrow had, and now he's in the Bengals and he's struggling because he has no weapons. What does that say about him being a natural as good as a quarterback? Nothing. So Nothing. it doesn't. You're grasping it doesn't. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. You, you put Mac Jones in the same situation, he's not going to do that good because he's not the he's not the best quarterback in the SEC. But, you ever been uh, in the locker room of the quarterback room with Mac Jones? You don't know anything about Mac Jones. I don't know why you're so judgy. I'm surprised to hear he's that. He's just from not. You. He's not good as everyone, as all you guys are saying. Like I don't think he's that good. I'm not. He's not Mac that Jones. good. But every game he starts off. 12 to 14 passes without a miss. He His accuracy is on point. Whether the receivers are in coverage or they're open, he's able to give these guys the ball. That's him throwing the ball. Okay. Come on, bro. All right. But now he's got a test. He's got to face an actual tough test, a hard, tough test, and a ranked opponent this week. And he does not get it done because he folds under pressure like he has done in the past. Well, that's and what I'm Georgia's hoping for. Yes, Georgia's a better team. Georgia's offense is Georgia's offense clicks. They they, they find the big plays. They've they've clicks. destroyed. You they've think destroyed. an offense that clicks is gonna? Oh, all right. Yeah, wow. Let me finish. They've destroyed both ranked opponents they faced, and now not and anywhere near have, as good as Alabama. And you that, know that might not be, but and their defense is also stellar. Alabama's defense has not shown that they are what they have been in the past. Georgia right. gets this done very convincingly. Very convincingly. Georgia wins this football game. What's the score? Not a big score, guy. Uh, 35 because you have to, when, when you say like something like that's going to happen, you then have to explain the rationale behind it. Like... So what are what are Mac Jones's Mac Jones has a horrible game. He throws four picks. Najee Harris runs for 46 yards on 22 carries. Tell me, tell me how magically Georgia beats this amazing Alabama team. Tell me. The defense smothers them. I think Mac Jones is gonna get uh, he's gonna face pressure for the first time this year. And he's not going to handle it well. He's going to throw the. He's going to make bad passes. Might throw some interceptions. He's going to probably fumble too. He's going to have to throw a couple picks if he loses. So he throws a couple. And then picks. I like this. And I, I don't think right. Najee Harris is going to be able to run against that defense. And I, I think Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith, they're going to both of them. I don't think both of them can get open on the same on the same play on any given play. I think maybe one can be. One of the Georgia corners, but the Georgia corners are so good. I think they can shut both of them down. And I, I, I think this defense. I think defense wins this game. And now, while Alabama might have one of the best corners in Patrick Certain the second, I just don't think like I just don't think they get that defense is comparable to Georgia's defense. Georgia's defense has dominated. Well, let me give you some stats real quick before I turn it over to Sean. Uh, Nick Saban has been 21-0 versus all his assistants that he has faced. And Smart is one of his assistants. And he's been dominant. He's been managing the game well. I'm sure that Alabama will be prepared to go against Mike Georgia. I'm not doubting anything with the Alabama offense, I still think that they're going to still put up the numbers. But at the end of the game, whoever has the better defense, and I'm going to say it's Georgia, it, that's why I keep saying that they're going to win by a touchdown. And I do expect that Mac Jones at least throws the ball at least 300 yards. He'll still be consistent. You know, they're going to protect him. Yes, he might get a couple of sacks here and there, but this rivalry is totally different, man. And if you've seen the last couple of games, don't matter who it is, you know, we go back in history from when they first started, you know, they play each other hard, it's tough, it's not a blowout. It's going to be all the way to the fourth quarter, whoever has the last position, 
is going to determine whether they win or lose. Do you agree, Sean? Yeah, I think it's going to be another classic uh, Georgia-Alabama game, obviously. Um, and I do agree that Georgia's defense is obviously better than Alabama's. But I think the discrepancy between the two offenses is just on another level. Um, you know, Stetson Bennett, he's been he, pretty good as like a game manager type. Um, Samir White, obviously the running game, they love to run the ball. And uh, Pickens and um, – crap, what's the other receiver's name? I forgot. But uh, anyways, they have two receivers that could win it on – yeah, that could win on the outside. But I just don't think Alabama's on a different level, um, I, at least offensively. I think it will be a slow game to start the first half. Uh, I think it will be low scoring in the first half. I think both offenses will start to get it going in the second half. I think we'll see more of a shootout in the second half. But uh, I got Alabama winning this game. Um, I do have a lot of respect for Georgia's defense. They've been tremendous so far. But uh, I just think that Alabama has too much talent. I think that they'll the one narrowly, um, it will be a really close game. I'd probably give them the win by a field goal and say the score will be, uh, I'll say thirty or thirty-four, thirty-one. Alabama wins. Well, I'm gonna tell you what right now. Uh, one, thank you guys for giving out your picks. That completes the picks here. Uh, one other note: uh, the game is going into halftime. Coastal Carolina and Louisiana tied 13-13. Both these teams are undefeated, three and zero. Both these teams are in the Sun Belt Conference. It's one hell of a game. So as soon as I'm finished here, I'm going to check out that game and then update you guys on Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube on this game. So Sean and Big J's, thank you for being here. Stand by real quick. Joe, this pretty much wraps up the show. The floor is yours, my friend. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank goodness that LSU versus Florida is canceled. Mentioned this earlier, head coach Dan Mullen actually wanted 90,000 people in attendance for their game against LSU. Now, the Florida coach stunned some people uh, with his comments on Saturday night that uh, he felt the fact that Ben Hill Griffin Stadium was sold out was part of the reason why his team lost. And he suggested that they fill up the stadium despite this ongoing COVID-19 pandemic which is raging all around the country, particularly in the South. So after the uh, A&M upset, he said uh, it was the fans of College Station uh, that made all the difference, and, and that's when he expressed his desire to, to fill up Ben Griffin Stadium uh, as opposed to coming up with defensive stops because that's how you win football games. Now, on Monday, Mullen was given the chance to clarify his comments, and instead he did what is all too often the problem in this country, he doubled down and insisted he's only focused on the game itself. Um, he hasn't talked to his bosses or anyone else about his idiotic comments. Now, I know the coach cares about his team, and he wants to give him every advantage to win. But fans in the seats have nothing to do with X's and O's. And it, it shows a complete disregard for your players, your students, and the fans. 2020 is tough for everybody. And we're all adjusting to this new world. Stop making excuses. Everyone's dealing with the same problem right now. If you can't win on your own, you're not going to win. But jeopardizing anyone's life to what? Make yourself feel better? No, seriously, drop a better defensive plan. We have unrealistic expectations for these kids and, and, and these people sometimes. And, and to hear a, a, a head coach say something so stupid, which goes against uh, Florida law, by the way, uh, makes no sense at this point. And that's all I really had to say uh, on that topic. Thank you to everybody for uh, another great show. Make sure you check out hhw.com. Uh, to get all the latest on uh, all the great CMG sports. You can also visit clovercrestmedia.com. And uh, we hope that you will. If you're interested in starting your own podcast or if you want to check out 32 amazing podcasts, again, clovercrestmedia.com, you too could be part of the CMG podcast. For Obi Munez, Sean Scanlon, and Jace Garcia, I'm Joe McGuire. Thank you so much for checking out All Four Downs. Thank <laughs> you.